Welcome to Flip the Library, a podcast from Gwinnett County Public Library. My name is Steve. I am the branch manager of the Grayson Branch. My name is Melissa. I'm the branch manager of the Lilburn Branch. And my name is Monor, a library associate at the Norcross Branch. In 1935, the Lawrenceville Parent Teacher Association supplied the impetus for the establishment of the Lawrenceville Public Library in City Hall. The Lawrenceville Public Library on November 3, 1936, became the Gwinnett County Library, thus receiving additional support. As the population of the region began to grow and grow very rapidly over the decades, the inadequate space, materials, services, and funds became more and more critical. In 1986, a bond referendum was passed to provide funding for the building of new facilities for each of the seven existing branches in Gwinnett County. On June 18, 1990, the new Lawrenceville branch opened measuring almost 30,000 square feet, including space for the library's administrative offices. Today, we welcome two members of the Lawrenceville branch staff to chat with us about the branch, its programs and services, and the community it serves. I'm Robin. I've worked at the Lawrenceville branch since 2020, December 2020. Um, And before that, I was at Five Forks as a part-time assistant starting in 2019. So now I am a full-time associate, and I have a lot of fun with it. I'm Isabel, and I started working at Lawrenceville Library in at the end of February as a part-time library associate. And everything is still pretty new for me since I've never worked in a library system before. So it's been pretty exciting and interesting. Well, it's a unique time to be working in libraries, so... <laughs> It's a great time to be working in libraries. So Robin, when you first started in the system 2019, that was pre-pandemic. Um, can you kind of talk about your journey <laughs> through the library of how it's changed from pre-pandemic through the pandemic into our current opening state, but still pandemic, um, but getting back out there into the community? How has the work changed over these last few years? Yeah, that's an interesting question because... My position also changed, so my, my responsibilities changed, too. When I was a part-time assistant, I didn't do that much programming. I did some, but not that much, and um, didn't do much outreach either. And so I was mostly just interacting with the public in the branch. And it was so scary and weird when we had to close down and just like talk to people through a crack in the door. I, I was glad that we could do anything, but um, it felt it felt weird to be like using the cart to keep people out. I was like, we could leave and you could come in. <laughs> but then as we as we um, you know increased our services and opened up more and more, I can tell that we still haven't got back to how it was before the pandemic because now they do the training at Duluth, but they used to do it here at Lawrenceville. So I saw Lawrenceville pre-pandemic, and it was packed. And um, now we have a fair bit of people. They keep us busy, but it's not like uh, before. So I'm hoping that in the next year it, it picks back up because I think we offer really valuable services. And so I think it's unfortunate that people had to learn how to get by without us for a while. But I hope that we can you know, bring them back 
Yeah. And I mean, we, we did what we could obviously to stay connected, like you said, of going through that little crack in the glass um, to still get people their holds and offering electronic resources, eBooks and things like that. But it's, it's tough when you're in a service profession and not being able to serve the people that you want to serve. Exactly. And especially since here at Lawrenceville, I think we have the highest computer usage of any of the branches. Like we get a lot of, you know, checkouts and stuff, but our customers come in mostly for the computers because they may not have them at home. And so it's, it's a really important service. And I hated having to tell people that it wasn't available at the time. So even though, you know, every step of the way has been scary in the pandemic because it's like, you don't know what could happen. But even though I was scared, I was glad when we got to, you know, reopen and let people in because I didn't have to tell them no anymore. You know, it's like, yes, come in, use the computer, use the printer. Yes, let's do this. Thank you for mentioning about the uh, Lawrenceville's high computer usage, because there are still many people in this county that don't have reliable Internet usage and the library is where they um, go. So that does do something important in the community. Isabel, I know you've only been here for a very short amount of time, but is there anything that you want to add about just your experience at Lawrenceville so far, especially in this sort of weird mid-pandemic, mostly reopened again limbo that we're in right now? So I started, my first day was February 28th, and I was told that this library had seen a lot more people before the pandemic and that they all felt it was pretty quiet recently. And I did notice that, that it was pretty quiet every time I came. But now that summer's been here and the summer reading challenge and all of that, I've been seeing a lot more kids and it's gotten a lot livelier and crowded and busy at some points of the day or at some certain days, which has been interesting. Um, because I'm still getting used to like attending to multiple customers at once or doing different things at once, getting back to people and um, just changing um, what I have to do throughout my time on the floor. You know, I said that my duties changed when I got here because my position changed, but it also feels like my duties have changed. Like I've had three different jobs instead of two because the difference of what it's like to serve the community when we are only doing curbside service versus when everything is like back up and everything's open. So yeah, that's, that was a big adjustment period. Both of them were to adjust to each different type of service, but um, I definitely like this more. What drew you all to working in the library in the first place? Well, I got a work study at my university's library And so from there, I just was like, well, this is great. I love this. I want to keep doing this. And so I was already pursuing my MLIS when I got the part-time position. That's why I went for part-time. So this for me is the whole plan. This is what I want to do. I like being able to interact with people. I love having a people-facing job. Um, And I like being able to help people. And I know everybody says that, but it's just such an amazing feeling. Like, I got to help somebody discover a new genre that they didn't even know existed. One of our customers came in and asked for more books, like I think it's called Children of Blood and Bone. And I had just learned about the genre too. Afrofuturism? Yes. Yeah. So I just learned about Afrofuturism. And so I was able to 
tell her about it and show her how to use our um, online resources to find all of the books in the collection that are like that. And it was so fun. We spent a lot of time <laughs> looking at all the books and all the stuff, and it was amazing. I have, like, three main loves, like, interests and hobbies. One would be reading. The other one would be stationary and, like, journaling, writing. And the third is language and language learning. And my previous job took me to language learning and stationary world. And then when I was looking for this job, I was looking for something that would align more towards my first love, which is reading. And I was searching more about the library. And then I realized that the library also incorporates the language aspect. And that really interested me because I learned English as a second language. And what really helped me to learn English as a second language was reading. And I became a voracious reader once I learned English. And um, realizing that working at the library, I would be able to help uh, other community members that, you know, not just necessarily um, English speakers, and also helping with programs with um, second languages and things like that. That's something that also drew me towards this job. That's a great segue to some of our programming that we could discuss um, that we still do have virtual programming and in-person programming. So you two mentioned programming. Can you guys share what kinds of programs you have at Lawrenceville? Um, Well, one of the programs that we have here at Lawrenceville is Let's Talk, which we do in person here. And um, it's just a conversation um, practice in English. We also have a series that happens every Wednesday where we do a different type of educational and fun program for kids. So we have awesome art, super science, excellent engineering. And then when there's an extra, we do random fun things like we're going to have a family scavenger hunt in August. We also did the Tease Around the World program, which was really popular during the pandemic. And you can still go see it on our YouTube channel. We have three different seasons, so go check it out. And as, I, as I'm recalling, you had a pretty epic finale. I'm trying to remember it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there yes. like an outside thing? And We did a skit uh, where I was Lady Grey and Waz from another branch was Earl Grey. And we battled it out to see who was the best tea. That's hilarious. I love that. We had costumes and everything. Are there any other programs that you'd want to discuss? You should also come in and check out our couponing programs. Those have been um, successful. People really enjoy uh, getting to talk about how to coupon, how to save money, and seeing how other people do it, as well as um, any tips that Alana has. She's the one who runs it. And our previous episode here was about ELAs, and so you guys obviously must offer all the regular story times and things like that as well. Oh, yes, of course. We've got toddler time and we have all kinds of story times and music and movement and all that's in person. So come on out for that as well. Can you tell us a little bit about the Lawrenceville community? So we do get some families in here and we also mostly get people doing like job searching and other business tasks that they have. And that's probably why our computer usage is so high. I think maybe in part that's due to our proximity to the courthouse. Yeah, 
my experience has been a lot of um, helping people on the computers, but I have also been able to help quite a few people with Spanish. And um, I have recently noticed a lot more uh, Spanish speakers coming in. And like the other day, I was asked for um, help searching up for the citizenship tests and things like that. Yeah, so we have... We have a diversity of people who come in, but not necessarily as much diversity in age groups. What are some of the ways you work with and help the Lawrenceville community? So we do a meal distribution program on Thursday mornings uh, where we partner with Chef Hank to give out, uh, they're honestly really good, lunches to the community. So that's that's been a good program that we've been able to do throughout the pandemic that I personally am really proud of. And we also go out to the schools. We've been making an effort to get back in touch with our schools in our area. So I'm a teen rep here, and so is Ashley, who's not on the episode today. And we we went out to promote summer reading, and that was a lot of fun. Our children's librarian um, has also been visiting all the daycares and um, elementary schools in the area. So we've been reconnecting with them. And I even saw one of the families from one of the um, events that I did out at the schools come in. So I felt really happy about that. And Lawrenceville was the first branch to have open access. Can you talk about how that works and what benefits that gives to customers? I actually didn't know about open access until my new hire training at Duluth. And um, actually, yeah, the day before the first day of new hire training, I visited the Duluth branch for the first time. And it was after hours and I didn't realize because all the lights were on. So I just walked up to the library and realized that I couldn't get in. But then I saw the box and, you know, it's kind of intuitive because it has like a little image on it um, and asks you for your library card. You can scan it or if you know your number, you can type it in um, and then use your pin and the doors will open for you. Um, So that's what I did. And yeah, it was really interesting to find out about it that way. And then later, of course, I was told about it and about the four branches that have it. And then I came to work at Lawrenceville, which is, um, yeah, one of the branches that has it. And it is something that people don't realize we have. And the times that I've made um, new library cards for people, I always bring it up. And they're always really, like, surprised and happy to hear about it. So, that's really cool. Coming from Five Forks, which uh, didn't have it, to Lawrenceville, which does, I really like this feature because when customers do hear about it, they love it that they don't have to leave before they're done, you know, doing their tasks. So I think it's really great, and I I can't wait for all the libraries to have it. And um, what are the hours that it's available? It's available from 8 to 10 in the mornings and from... Um, 8 to 10 at nights, and on weekends, 5 to 10 at nights. I was going to add that all customers have to do to have open access enabled on their account is to make sure to talk to a library staff member to see if they are on that option, and then they should be set. Can y'all tell us about the Accessibility Center? Uh, What's included in the Accessibility Center, and how do customers access those resources? So we have an assistive tech room at Lawrenceville, um, and all the branches have assistive tech um, toolkits that have like a trackball mouse, accessibility keyboards, magnifiers, and things like that. 
So if you want to use that, all you have to do is ask a librarian. And the same goes for the assistive tech room. If you want to use it, you just need to ask us. And some of the stuff that we have in there is a Braille keyboard, the Brailleant BI40. We also have an assist assistive tech PC with um, JAWS, Zoom text, and Natural Reader, as well as, um, you know, you can always use the different Windows accessibility features. And we also have a Progeny digital magnifier. So it's got enlarges text, it can read aloud to you, it has high contrast settings, and we also have an Intel reader. So it uh, looks at the print material and then reads it aloud to the user. So those are some of the things that we have. What's your just personal favorite feature of the branch? Like just around the branch, what do you like seeing? What do you like interacting with? What's something that you just like about the branch? I really like our quiet room. So we don't have individual quiet rooms, but we have one big one. And it's full of plants that are honestly too big for their pots, but it gives it kind of a fun, like, jungly feeling. And then it's got huge windows that look out to the forest behind us. So it's a really nice space in there. I really like when you first come into the library, the ceilings are kind of low. Um, but as you keep walking towards the bookshelves, it suddenly opens up and it's this huge space that you don't always notice. And it took me a while actually to notice it. Um, but then once you do notice it, it just makes it feel so airy and light up there. I really like that. And also something new to me that I noticed was the the tower garden. Um, that was really nice. When I first came here, they were growing herbs and I got some dill from Robin. <laughs> we had so yeah. much dill. The dill was growing really well. And then um, now we're growing um, lettuces, I think. Yeah, and they look really cute. So that's always really nice. They're in their tiny stage right now. Yeah. They'll get huge too. <laughs> Give us the Lawrenceville pitch. Why should people visit your branch? You should come to Lawrenceville because it is very close to downtown Lawrenceville. So you can go get your coffee from a cute cafe or whatever and then come down here. We have a beautiful quiet room. We've got the assistive tech room, which is we're the only branch that has that. There's the open access. Oh, yeah. That's that not every branch has that yet. So that's really nice for you. If you come down here, you can you don't have to leave when we close. You should say and most of all, you should come see us. The awesome staff at Lawrenceville. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, we do have awesome staff. And you should come to Lawrenceville because we have the best staff. We're so friendly. We're so helpful. We literally won't rest until we get your problem solved. So come to Lawrenceville. How do you think libraries make an impact on their community? I think libraries make an impact on their community because we serve so many different types of people. And Gwinnett County is so diverse. So what I'm trying to say is there's not just one type of person in Gwinnett County and we don't have just one type of service. We have something for everyone. So some people use our computers. Some people come to our programs with their kids, come just, you know, themselves and learn something new. And there's always, of course, our collection of books, which is ever growing. And sometimes we have trouble fitting it on the shelves and we have books for every reader as well. So I remember I was reading The Deep and Dark Blue at um, 
a doctor's office and someone looked at it and was like, I didn't know they had cool books at the library. So it's like, yes, we have something for everyone. So whatever your need is, we're going to fill it and at no cost to you. So I think that's really incredible. And it's something that no other institution does. That's why libraries are important and that's what they do for their communities. I'm a big like book collector, but I only collect the books I absolutely love. And a way to make sure of that is by first coming to the library. And I always read a book first. And one of the ways that I do that is using the library. And once I know, like this happened to me with The Electric Kingdom, which is a really fantastic book. I was reading my copy on Overdrive, actually, from the library. And um, it got to a point where I was like, I need, I need a physical edition of this book because it is just so amazing. I need to hug it after I finish it. And that's what I did. Like I got nearly to the end of the ebook from the library and then I had to order it and buy it for myself because I needed to have it on my shelf. And that's one of the reasons I use the library. I know it's kind of specific, but <laughs> yeah. We encourage you to hug your books. If, <laughs> yes. <laughs> make sure your hands are clean first, but please, go ahead and hug your book. That was great. That was wonderful. We'd like to thank both of you for sharing your experience with working at the library and why people should come and visit you at the Lawrenceville branch. We hope that everyone enjoyed listening and have a great day and support our libraries. Thank you, Isabel and Robin. Flip the Library provides an inside look at Gwinnett County Public Library and brings to light the many ways the library impacts and enriches our customers' lives. Go to gwinnettpl.org slash podcasts to find out more about the library's podcasts and to get new episodes of Flip the Library, follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to rate and review it on your podcast app. Keep up to date with the library on social media at Gwinnett Library. Thanks for listening. Connect, learn, and grow with your Gwinnett County Public Library.